Welcome back to the Melbourne Coffee Culture Podcast. I'm Jonathan. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited that you love coffee, you love cafe culture. Maybe you're a hospitality person. Maybe you're just interested in me, my personality, or the coffee industry. Thank you so much for listening. Today, I wanted to bring some advice, some industry expert advice. I think maybe some of my episodes may sound a little bit negative. Um, but, you know, business is money and time is money and we're, we're not here to waste money. Um, so I just want to really give you guys some of the secrets, the lessons that I've learnt uh, from university, studying business and marketing and human resource management, uh, from running and and uh, you know successful businesses and closing down failures um, from consulting um, doing a whole bunch of website design I've done a whole bunch of uh, church related ministry not-for-profit work and really I wanted to come and distill and summarize some keys for success that really apply to any person any team any company any uh, business and any charity and I'd say that the first distilled key is to focus on your core competency you know people have asked me why is such and such a business such a success when they have such extreme weaknesses you know I've worked for companies then and for people who've made so much money and yet they make so many mistakes. I've worked for people who don't make any money and yet they do everything right. What's the difference? Well, I think the major component here is to find your superpower. You know, Saint Ali has a palpable brand. Saint Ali, uh, you know, created by the that the the Dutton fellow really is like more like a fashion label than a coffee brand and I think that St. Ali's superpower is its brand you know people take photos they um, it's an institution there's been a, a hundred articles about you know the vibe and the atmosphere in the room um, and how unique that is and I think that that the superpower you know, for Saint Ali is the brand. And the brand is so powerful that, you know, it covers uh, some of the weaknesses that, that any business can have. I've seen other businesses like Five and Dime Bagels, for example, uh, or View de Monde, where the quality is the superpower. You know, you could almost say that it's also the power of the niche. You know, Five and Dime Bagels, you know the chicken fat is from from America. You know the the peanut butter is from Shortstop Donuts. The you know every every ingredient is is locally sourced or imported from the best of the best. So that the bagels are second to none. They're they're hand rolled, they're boiled, um, and there's just an amazing quality and the customer experience whether they have to wait for a long time or whether they have to drive to a farmers market or whether they go to their favorite cafe and they've run out of bagels it doesn't seem to affect 
the success of the wholesale and retail business because the quality is their superpower. And, you know, the, the founder of Five and Dime Bagels is from New York, you know, and, and he will not compromise quality. And that's, that's their superpower. You know, plenty of businesses succeed with a cost minimization superpower. You know, you don't have to have a palpable brand and you don't have to have the best quality if you can have the lowest price. It's just basic price elasticity, price economics. If you can secure a really low rent as a cafe or retailer, if you can secure some long-term permanent staff on a low wage, you know, uh, and uh, put everyone on full-time rather than, than casual hours, you know, if you can do some, you know, dodgy deals or, uh, you know, scrupulous deals with your suppliers so that you're paying on 90-day terms, whereas you're getting your cash on a daily basis, I mean, you can build a successful business but you need to find your superpower. Too many businesses compromise on their superpower. Too many businesses don't know. I'll tell you, just give me a call, send me a text. I'm on Twitter, I'm on YouTube, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm happy to come and do a, a free sort of 15 minute consultation and I'll tell you your superpower. I'll, I'll probably figure it out within five seconds, but I may need to ask you a few questions, but everyone has their superpower. Uh, that's the first lesson. The second key is that there is no replacement for customer service. People forget that Australia is the most franchised nation in the world. Per capita, we have more franchises than any other nation in the world. And so there's a little bit of a culture of delegating customer service or trusting it to somebody else or systemizing it. Oh man, I love systems, I love processes, I love operations, I love manuals, I love all that stuff, but there is no replacement for customer service. You know, looking customers in the eye, remembering their name, you know, delivering quality at a reasonable price with consistency time and time again. I think retailers forget that customers are nervous when they come into your shop customers are hungry they're tired they're in a rush they you know think about the last time you went to a new restaurant you might have been nervous about where to park you might have been nervous about how much it was going to cost or who was going to pay you may have been nervous about where you wanted to sit you know maybe they sat you down last time where there was a cold draft and you just weren't comfortable maybe you sat on the wooden chairs whereas you preferred to sit on the communal table or you know and there's a there's a sense of powerlessness when you go to a retail venue you're not sure if the barista's going to know exactly quite perfectly how to make your coffee the way that the other barista at your local cafe who knows your order can make it you're not sure whether you're going to need to walk out and go somewhere else halfway through because it's just not up to standard you know customers come with a level of anxiety and you are empowered to uh, minimize that anxiety your your post system your staff the the way that they interact the, the the placement of the menu the wording of the menu the the uh, 
the atmosphere, the lighting, everything is under your control. You know, you are the Lord of your environment. You are all-powerful God of your own atmosphere in your own retail space and you should be using everything to manipulate in a sense the customers into a stress-free you know decision making sort of oasis um, and a lot of that is about setting expectations let people know if there's going to be a 20-minute wait for a table let customers know if the bacon's a little bit crispier today than usual you know over communicate um, don't let customers be anxious let me tell you if there's unknown unknown will create anxiety in your customers minimize the unknown minimize the uncertainty people want to feel like they're in control even if you are even if they're not in control you know ultimately they're not in control they're coming into your environment and you're the god of that atmosphere you determine what they experience but they need to feel like they're choosing and so there's a whole bunch of stuff around there what is your superpower number one what is your superpower what is your core competency what is the thing that you do better than everybody else every time without trying that's the definition of a superpower of a core competency what is it that you do better than everyone else every time without trying once you know that Put all of your fire towards that goal. Put all of your focus, your vision towards that goal. Then start to move outwards at all the other stuff that you're not very good at. Maybe you're not very good at retaining staff. Maybe you're not very good at management. Maybe you're not very good at bookkeeping. Maybe you're not very good at, at turning up on time. Whatever it is, that's the stuff that you work on next. Number two key, as I said before, is customer service. You know, nothing can replace good customer service. And the heart of customer service is hospitality. And the hospitality heart, the, the root word for hospitality in the Latin is service. You know, it's like laying your life down for somebody else. You are in servitude. You live and exist for the benefit of the customer. And really, that's all about stress minimization, removing the uncertainty, making it feel like your customer is in control when actually you are um, and there's nothing manipulative or contrived about that they're paying for an experience they're they're paying for an augmented product a product that's that's contained in a service and a service that's contained in a product i want to encourage you finally to be yourself you know don't try and be anybody else people can smell you know inauthenticity people want you to be who you are you know maybe your coffee is not the best maybe it's a little bit of an Italian roast but be that Italian roast you know let people know hey I love specialty coffee you know we source the best beans but but we we're, we roast them a little bit darker you know we, we're, we're Italian and we're not offended if you put sugar in the coffee for us sugar in the coffee is is part of the experience be authentic that applies to uh, the culture of the owner, but it also applies to the culture of the business. I've been Jonathan. These have been three keys to success in hospitality and retail. And you've been listening to the podcast called Melbourne Coffee Culture. Come back next time.